Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've been asking our guests for their take on some of the biggest question marks for investors right now. In the fourth installment of V Questions, we hear from technical analyst Milton Berg and Ms. Schneider of TheMarketGauge.com. I, I think inflation has peaked over the short term. I think the 9.2% uh, CPI year over year in June, I think we're down to 8.2% in, in, um, in September. I think inflation has peaked. Whether or not we have a long, term, where will we be 2023? I think the average inflation for 2023 will be somewhat below the average inflation for 2022. But whether or not we've peaked over the long term, we're going to head back to normal inflation, which is below 2%, not the Fed's 2%, but 0 to 1%. I don't think that will happen in my lifetime because unless we get a depra depra deflationary depression, I don't think the central banks in the world really are interested in fighting inflation. They're interested in having a acceptable inflation which they think is 2%, it's probably going to raise that to 4% for all I know. So I think inflation has peaked over the short term. Over the long term, I think we're stuck with inflation, unless you get some honest central banks who decide that the dollar should be real money rather than just uh, paper money that could be printed and be thrown around like, uh, like pieces of paper. Well, there are certainly aspects of inflation that have probably peaked because inflation was definitely something that was a bizarre event happening post-COVID with the world finding itself with a shortage of labor, a shortage of supply, supply chain issues, and essentially product and particularly raw materials. But a lot of that with the Fed tightening has dissipated. However, the type of inflation that I expect to see in 2023 is going to be based on something very different. And it's going to be on more, I really sort of shudder to use the word chaos, but more chaotic situation as sovereigns have to scramble to try to avoid deep recessions. We have geopolitical issues all around the world. And the central banks lost a lot of credibility this year because they tightened too fast, too late, and whether or not they pivot because they have to uh, and the decision they'll have to make. That's why we think Basically, what we're saying is we're looking for inflation in all the wrong places, and we think it can get really, really ugly in certain areas for 2023. At this moment, uh, what's not getting enough attention is the fact that the markets are holding up quite well relative to the lows in June. Very, very surprising. And if it's, it's surprisingly bullish because uh, based on the information, uh, based on what's taking place off the June lows, fundamentally, you'd expect the market to have tanked. Now, we may yet tank after the next rally, but I think the surprising thing is that uh, we've held the lows. We should probably rally great, uh, to a greater extent than we did it into the August highs, and maybe from then we get the, the big uh, economic decline. But at this point, I think the surprise is that people are not focusing on the fact that the market is actually doing quite well relative to what it should have been doing considering the headlines. 
Well, I can't say it's not getting enough attention because it's getting recent attention, but the precious metals are something that's really, I think, the biggest thing on my list for next year. Right now, we think that gold and silver have been so undervalued and there's such a great hedge against what could possibly happen next year if things get a little bit more out of control that the fact that they're being talked about now, I think is just a precursor to what's going to happen next year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 2023, um, it's very difficult to really project what will happen in 2023. A general advice would be um, uh, if, it's, if it's stocks that you like, take an initial position and buy, buy any weakness, buy pullbacks if, you, if it's a company that you like. But the reality is it's just difficult analyzing the market in 2022, even for the next two months. This is a, uh, it's a uh, moving target. I would say to really watch the uh, stronger performing sectors and keep your money there rather than trying to bottom pick. One thing we learned about in 2022 is that things that are not doing well and start sinking are not doing well for a good reason. And with everything changed, mainly not only inflation, but also not an accommodative Fed, a lot of companies who cannot survive without the easy money they were used to will certainly not be a good place to go for 2023, at least not yet. My indicators that call for a recession are not yet calling for a recession. That's all I know. Maybe next month they will. We use a diffusion index of the uh, industrial production. Industrial production is holding up quite well. And the diffusion index, we take the components of the um, of the um, industrial production and see how many of them are weak relative to how many of them are, are strong. We generally look at it at a three-month basis and a six-month basis. And surprisingly, the diffusion index has been rising, um, and that tells us there's no no recession ahead. Now, once it declines below a certain, certain threshold, in the past, it's called 10 of the last 12 recessions. In other words, you had two false signals, but we have not yet a signal yet. So I would have to say at this point, I do not, it's clear to me at this point, my indicators have not yet called for recession in 2023? Well, I'm looking more at a stagflation environment. So you can have a recession and inflation at the same time. And that's basically what the definition of stagflation is, although the labor market is still relatively strong. So I'm looking for more of that. The economic slowdown continue, some definite twists and turns in terms of the status quo not being the status quo. And yet I do think raw material prices will continue to be not necessarily going much higher. Uh, when I say raw materials, I mean more things that we need, but definitely not going down either. I get excited when markets are uh, difficult to decipher. I spend my time analyzing markets. I'm excited that we have a very difficult market, probably one of the most difficult markets in history. So I'm excited to be uh, doing research, writing reports on this type, this type of a market. I'm disillusioned with the fact that uh, so much of what's happening in the world is dependent on just a handful of people in central banks throughout the world. That's not the way it, 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 the, a, free, a free economy is intended to run. 
So that's sort of a disillusion to me. I believe that in the modern era, we don't need any money because anything could be money. Anything I do, my Apple stock could be money. My bonds could be money. You just have to have a computer um, uh, uh, trade it or sell it. If I want to buy something in the store, take a piece of my Apple stock and give it to the storekeeper. No reason to have fiat money. No reason to have commodity money. Everything could be money. Anything could be broken into pieces and used for its value. And all money really should be its value. Now money is no longer value. Money is paper. And the value is just... uh, uh, based on what people are willing to pay for it. And I guess that would be the case with, with all commodities, but at least it, 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 people have, should have a choice of what type of money they use rather than be forced to, to use fiat currencies and borrow and lend in currencies and have them affected by a handful of people in, in central banks who are basically manipulating everyone else's lives. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is that I was a commodities trader. Uh, And so after so many years of trading equities, which have been fun, I think that the super cycling commodities is here and will continue. And I'm well prepared to uh, get myself and everybody that trades with us involved more in commodities. 